Konnichiwa from Call Watch Out. This is a Warshack Japan update from the 20th of July 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Japan. On Friday the 15th, the uncle of Yadagami, Shinjo Abe's murder suspect, confirmed that Yadagami's mother donated 100 million yen, that's around 720,000 US dollars, to the Unification Church, wreaking havoc on the family's economy. Recall that Tetsuo Yadagami had told authorities that he believed Abe was linked to the members of the Unification Church, best known as the Moonies. Yamagami confessed that he held a grudge against the cult. Also, according to investigations, Yamagami had been plotting the assassination for over two years. On Sunday the 17th, the Unification Church held a press conference. The church's president, Tomihiro Tanaka, corrected himself on some remarks he had in a previous press conference that was held on the 11th of July. He had said that there had been, quote, no troubles with believers since 2009. However, on Sunday, he apologized, saying that he didn't mean to say that there are no more problems and that he was sorry about the misunderstanding caused by his poor wording. On that note, the issue of mind control and cult-related brainwashing had become a hot topic in Japanese TV and newspapers. The media has been trying to raise awareness on this matter, saying that the cult would use the Bible study sessions or Buddhism practices to get what they want. Money. Cults have been active for decades and have been collecting billions of dollars. In other news, on Monday the 18th, Foreign Minister Yoshimasa Hayashi met with South Korea's Foreign Minister Park Jin to visit Japan for the first time at Ikura Public Hall in Tokyo. The two countries discussed the historical tragedy of wartime when Japan held colonial rule of the Korean Peninsula from 1910 to 1945. During that period, many Korean women were forced into sex labor by the occupying Imperial Japanese Army. These women were known as comfort women. Now, the issue that had been on and off the political restraints between Korea and Japan is hopefully being resolved. Both countries want to end the long-running historical disputes. Speaking of foreign affairs, on Monday the 18th, the Japanese foreign minister met with his Saudi Arabian counterpart who vowed to work together for a stable oil market. Because of Abe's murder and the elections, the exchange rate increased by 138 yen against the dollar. Also, the soaring inflation rate considerably increased the prices of imported goods. Due to the Russian invasion of Ukraine, the prices of crude oil, wheat, and other raw materials are increasing globally. The annual inflation rate for Japan in May was 2.5%. Now for some updates on the COVID-19 pandemic. On Friday the 15th, the Ministry of Health, Labor, and Welfare reported that the country's weekly infections were over 105,000, with almost 18,000 cases in Tokyo and 5,000 in Okinawa alone. Still, the government has not imposed strict measures. Currently, it is entirely up to the people to decide whether or not they want to wear masks indoors. The executive has decided to confront the two-pronged challenge of anticipating the hospitalizations of new cases without getting over-occupied. In the meantime, they want to keep society running as usual. Moving on, on Tuesday the 19th of July, all Nippon Airways, best known as ANA, announced that it plans to resume its trips to Beijing in August 2022. The company will operate flights from Haruna and Narita airports to Beijing and there will be two weekly flights to Gimpo International Airport in Seoul. 
The restoration of the ANA flights comes with a high demand for direct flights to South Korea. On that note about transportation, the first demonstration test of Visa's touch payment, a contactless payment system, had begun in Kyushu Railways. Unlike Zika cards, the system is expected to improve convenience for inbound passengers, as they can use their everyday credit cards to board trains. On Sunday the 17th, after being postponed for over three years, the month-long Kyoto Gion Festival started. The festival procession of Yamahoko, or floats, marched the streets of Kyoto. Regardless of the pandemic and the heat, the streets were crowded with viewers who came to watch the city's main roads. The Yamahoko marches to the many unseen deities. For a month, the streets are filled with energetic food stands, drink vendors, and festival games. The Gion Festival includes dance, music, and floating traditional thrones. At this festival, people wear yudoka, stroll around the city, buy good luck charms, and enjoy snacks, food, and cultural performances as the grand demonstration approaches. On that note, on Sunday the 24th, there will be a pilgrimage to the Yamahoko Festival in Kyoto, with 11 floats, including the Takayama. Takayama is the ancient float that had stopped participating in the floating cruise because the wind and the floods damaged it, but it returned for the first time in 196 years on Monday the 18th. The government of Kyoto City had prepared for the enormous float by tilting the traffic light sideways. The Takayama Preservation Society prayed for the pandemic to end during the Gion Festival. Regarding some news in the tech world, Panasonic announced that the Osaka Expo Pavilion, Nomadic Country, or Nomo no Kuni, will launch in 2025. The pavilion will have a two-layered structure and provide a place where children of the Alpha Generation, those born after 2010, can experience extraordinary adventures. In more tech-related news, the Japanese Nikon company withdrew from SOR development because of the extreme demand for mainstream smartphone cameras. Although millions of photographers and professional cameramen adore the SOR camera, many people still prefer to use their phones to take pictures. In other news, according to marriage counseling agencies, otakus, or anime geeks, make for good partners in marriage. On Wednesday the 20th, they explained why. The agency said that otakus are trustworthy because the idea of cheating does not exist for them as they are unpopular with the opposite sex. They said that even if an otaku had time to cheat, they'd rather use their free time for personal hobbies. Speaking of otakus, now for some news for anime fans. The author of the manga One Piece, Ichiro Oda, drew the story's final chapter and will reveal the mysteries of the world, as he called it. One Piece's final chapter will release in the weekly Shonen Jump magazine on the 25th. Oda has been publishing the tale weekly for 25 years. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Matane!